And we're back. Take it away. <laughs> <laughs> You said that in the beginning of another episode, and I loved it. Take it away? Yeah. I did? In the beginning of episode eight. Right in the beginning. Oh, when I said, away we go. Oh, okay. Away we go. That's great. (laughs) Hi. Welcome back. To another episode. Uh, As as you want. With Celine. And Jeremiah. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the cast. To the show. The podcast. The production. The most woo-woo production. To exist in this studio. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say the universe. Yeah, but, but I'm like, no, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. Either. I don't think so. Yeah, that's true. Welcome back. Welcome back. We just ate some foods. We ate some foods. We had a really nice... Um, outdoor experience. Mm-hmm. If anyone's in the Crown Heights area, I highly in Brooklyn, New York, mm-hmm. United States of America, <laughs> 2019. Sure. So far. Well. Um, check out 1136. Delicious. Amazing food by my wonderful friend Nave and her partner Ed. They're just the best. Out of control. And, chicken uh, salad. Wow. Uh, yeah, I'm plugging them because they're just. They're yeah, just local amazing stuff. people. Local, local business. stuff. Really making food with love. Uh, mm-hmm. You could so tell. Good. You could definitely I love tell. you guys. And one day you'll meet Celine for sure. Yes, I'll eat a sandwich in front of you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh, what a weird just thing a, to say. I just had a great image of just like chicken kind of like coming oh, down yeah. here. Yeah. Ugh. I love you guys. <laughs> uh, well, Jeremiah, what's our what's our episode about today? Emotions. Emotions. We tried to get Mariah Carey on this on the show just to sing emotions, but she was busy. Yeah. Too bad. Yeah. We were talking with her publicist. Yeah. They're in LA. She just like did some high pitched <laughs> noises. Siren screams. Yeah. Siren screams at us. Um yeah, emotions. 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 Yeah. It's funny how fast they can change. I feel like I'm someone who's a bit moody. Yeah. I don't know if you are. I am. Yeah. And I sometimes will be in just a little bit of a mood. And I'm like, you're in a mood. You take yourself to your room. You know, like, I'm like, get it together. Did you notice what you just said? Take yourself to your room. That's how you talk to your inner child. Oh, so wait, is that a good thing or a bad thing? I don't know. Interesting. I was parenting myself. You totally were. Yeah. I Yes. When I'm moody, I'll try to parent myself. To well, get out of it. Uh, I before we this episode, I was like, "This is totally inner child stuff." Yeah, totally moodiness. And I know people are going to be like, "Oh, it's just like all he talks about is inner child stuff." <laughs> you don't understand how huge of a thing it is, and maybe it's just because I'm at a place where I'm realizing it. But yeah, yeah. You have a child inside of you. Yeah, and. It's a relationship, and either you've stuffed it down, and you know she or he or it or they are not there, um, or or you're you're having a good time. Yeah. 
And emotions is a huge, huge part of it. Yeah. If the, you know, if you're, if you feel like your emotions are hijacking your life, I think that's the inner child. You think so? Yeah. Maybe not all the time, but I think, I think sometimes, yeah. I wonder, do you think there's a different name that you could use besides calling it the inner child? Like what would that be if you if it's just you could you could say the id the id you know if you if you're if you're Freudian you have the id the ego and the super ego um, that he he conceives the psyche as break broken up into those three things hmm. so you know the id is like just uh, raw primal. instinctual primal passion um, the ego is you know hmm. the egoic self. Everyday okay. self, and then the super ego, which you know you could you could say the the higher self. Um, super ego. Well, and then it, uh, would the higher self be part of the ego? I well, I right. I mean, all this stuff is yeah, okay, nebulous. Sorry, I just got very... And the super ego, I think, in in like very technical Freudian terms, is actually like you know moral morality oh. and like. Um, kind of like almost like a platonic way of looking at like morality and ethics, which Mm -hmm. I don't think is because I feel like for you and I inner child using that word and understanding that concept is very fine. You know, like it resonates with us, but I feel like to understand it and for everyone to kind of explore the concept, I wonder if it could be a turnoff to use inner child. Maybe that's me being very Capricorn. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. If there's another way of looking at it. I mean I mean it's not it's like this part of yourself that you abandoned when you were little, right? It's like the first time you experienced hurt as a child, that's where the inner child begins. Well, maybe? I don't I don't, I don't think it's something that you abandon per se, like by de- default. I think it's just No, not there. on purpose, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's tons of, you know, this is not a revolutionary concept. No, I Inner mean, child work is, yeah. like, very common in a lot of psych, psychology, you know, psychology and, and therapy and yeah. stuff like that. So it's not anything new. I think the difference is we're approaching it from a woo-woo perspective. Exactly. Yeah. And, um, you know, looking at it a little bit more, uh, I mean, obviously there's overlaps, but just looking at it more from that kind of... yeah. That kind of place. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Maybe they're, you know, pure, like just the purity of self. Yeah. Purity of being, um, an innocence, uh, right. just like a core kind of innocent inner knowing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the, nothing's coming I guess to me, like to be honest pl- with you. I mean, I guess it's more of like the more playful, fun part of yourself. I would, right? Because yeah. that's the more childlike part. Yeah, I mean, every everyone's inner child is different. Some, yeah. inner, you know, some children like to be alone, and um, they just like to kind of, you know, draw uh, yeah. under a table. You know, other other children like playing with other children and, yeah. and like being rambunctious. Yeah. Um, I would actually take this opportunity if if people who are listening right now have, you know, other ideas of conceptualizing the inner child. Posted on our on you know this this episode's Instagram. Yeah, let us we, know. We what really want to continue some. Con- I think it'd be cool to keep keep the conversation going. I, well, I don't want it to feel like it's just one way with us. Yeah, and I also feel like where we are, 
and we were kind of talking about this earlier in the kind of podcast that we're doing we've kind of covered a lot of broad topics and we want to always keep it open to explore and talk more about these you know we talk about the inner child a lot because it is really important and hearing what everybody else has to say about it is also something we're super psyched on doing too yeah if if people know of of other reference references that we haven't um brought up yeah please Let you know share know. it with us share it with us because we're 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 learning too mm-hmm. um and i think everything that we're talking about yeah like you said it they're they're all going to come up again it's, yeah. it's all you know we're just in that that vortex um the woo-woo love vortex word. i love that you just said that <laughs> <laughs> but emotions is is huge and i i think i'm i wanted to talk about it and Celine wanted to talk about it um for me i think i went through this period pretty recently where you know with meditation and spirituality i think there's this idea that like as you become more enlightened you trend transcend Mm. your humanity and you become one with all and you're just this equan just balanced individual where nothing bothers you and everything is perfect and you're flowing on your you know himalayan newsflash no no i don't think it works like that no um and uh i'm realizing more and more like to really because you're human. <laughs> you're just human. And this, this is... We're in bodies. I don't know what to tell you. That's just the reality. This is just who we are. And and I think, you know, when you meditate or if you have other modalities of, of kind of tapping into your astral self or, or whatever, yeah, you're leaving your body, but you come back. Yeah. I mean, I do think the more you... And I've said it before, like, practice meditation and you know, really work on your intentions and attracting things that I think you could have a life that doesn't have a ton of complicated negative stuff happen. I I guess I don't think you're going to like walk around on a yoga mat and just like eat air and you're fine. Like, no, but (laughs) floating around on a yoga mat. Yeah. Just like, hello. Aladdin mm." style. Yeah. But I do think you could achieve some sort of, um, you know, elevation from, you know, the third kind of like murky dimension that we work in. Mm -hmm. But I do think, and I do think then when that like negative stuff happens, you just are able to kind of, I don't know, you don't like become so reactive and you just breathe through it. And, And with my like small meditation practice that I've been trying to do, I noticed that. And I was saying to you, you know, I kind of feel like sometimes when I meditate, my day is kind of crummy. Like, there'll be just, like, chaos at work or, like, the subway takes 20 hours. And, like, I do think that what it does is, like, I recognize the difficulty and then I kind of step back. And I don't let it totally make me a moody little baby child. <gasps> there it is. You're just saying it. <laughs> You're literally just saying it. No. Yeah, I, th- I think it's one of those things where as you become conscientious of your inner child, just who, you know, just you, your egoic self, when you start to tap into your higher self and open up to allowing yourself to be guided and um, by, by there's a deeper knowing in each of us. And I forgot who the guy, there's, there's, I think he was a psychologist. He says there's a, he's like, 
basically we're all like psychiatric patients with a, like a guru inside. <laughs> and it's like, it's all about just tapping back into getting, that guru. Getting inside. back in there. Um, we all have that inner knowing and it's just a matter of quieting your mind um, and getting there. Uh, and I also want to emphasize, I think a lot of times, you know, maybe meditation isn't the the right modality for you. Mm-hmm. I don't want people to listen and be like, well, I don't want to meditate. And like, that's okay. There's a lot of different ways of doing, you know, meditative like things, you sure. know, um, there's, there's a lot of dance programs out there, like five rhythms and stuff like that, where you can do movement meditation, um, breath work, breath work. Yep. Which I guess is, well, that's more like active. You're more using your breath to get into like a more transcendent state. Yeah. Right? I, I think writing, I was about to say like any artistic medium, I think, yeah. you know, you get into a meditative flow state. Though I do wonder the value of just sitting with yourself. I personally think yeah. it's incredibly valuable. But I feel like that's most me. of most of the reading I've done in kind of spiritual stuff, it does kind of not push, but mention meditation as a key tool, specifically that modality. Yeah. But you know what? Maybe you just need to get there somehow at some point and you start with whatever floats your boat for now. Yeah. 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 Whatever works for you. I, I think it's all about listening on the inside. Mm-hmm. You know, back to our other episode about, you know, the, the it's re- the relationship with yourself. Yeah. And like, you know, when we're talking about emotions, I think when you start to have a better relationship with yourself, you more quickly identify what it is um, that is causing the emotion. Mm. And you can kind of nip it in the bud and like go back to a place of uh, equanimity. Yeah. Uh, equanimity. Equanimity. I know what you're trying to say. I'm not (laughs) sure if that's the right word. Um, I, I love how, uh, my very good friend, Noah, um, Noah, hi, if you're listening, I love you. Um, we had a wonderful conversation last week where, uh, he had, he had this beautiful realization where he's like, you know, this person made me feel this thing. Mm. And the whole idea of like, no one makes you feel anything. You feel it. Right. Right. I, I love, so... loved that. I thought that was so well, beautiful. It's just this thing where no Aronson.com. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Check that out. You know, but it is about taking, it's like the ability to take responsibility for your state of being and your state of mind as your own is something that is so tough, but like, And it will shake you and then it'll make you feel better too. When you're like, you know, you know, I got into a fight with somebody or someone was such an asshole on the subway and it's like, well, hmm, hmm, right, sweetie, sir, what are you doing? That's kind of attracting that into your, into your vibration. Like that experience isn't just happening to you. It's happening from you. Yeah. That was no. a good sentence. Oh, that was really good. That was a good sentence. No, you were on point. No one could see, but my face was like, <laughs> ah, doing like a little shimmy. We're both doing like little shimmies. <laughs> we're going to shimmy say to my, it's really sunny out. It's nice. I know it's nice. Um, yes, a hundred percent. And I'm trying to remember, you just brought something up in me and, oh, so one thing about this mm-hmm. that I, I think I used to do was people will say something like you just said, yes. where it's like, it's you, it's you. And then 
a lot of people will beat themselves up and be like, what the, like, what's wrong with me? It's me. It's me. Uh, 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 I'm hitting myself, hitting myself. I have to hit myself until I get like better. And it's like, no, 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 no. Take a step back. Forgive yourself. Be kind to yourself. Be like, okay, just like breathe, take a step back. And I think, yeah, with meditate, it's not even meditation, just breathe. Yeah, well, it's like training the mind to, like, get out of its own way. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's what, when you sit quietly and you just breathe and you get into a presence or you're gardening or you're writing or you're dancing, like, it's a tool that we don't talk about, but we really need it to kind of be more empathetic and compassionate to ourselves and also the community that we function in. And and I think that if you learn how to do that more and more, then life kind of just, it's not as like insufferable. Oh my God. Yeah. So emotions. Yeah. I never really think about emotions in this way. It's really important to allow yourself to feel. And, um, I think another part of it too is like, like I was just saying, don't beat yourself up about it and also allow yourself to feel the emotion. Right. Feel frustration, feel anger, feel sadness. Go through the emotion. Don't um, short circuit it. You -hmm. know, when I said like you can nip it in the bud, it's not like you're like, no, I'm fine. It's like soothe the inner child. That's how you nip it in the bud. You, you go inside and you go, okay. All right. Am I feeling angry? Like, I, I love this part of Tosha's work where um, she she's a cap and she's pretty fiery. And one of her techniques that she always talks about is she, she'll go if she's really angry, which I also I love, you know, it, we're human. You know, she yeah. she's incredibly, you know, I think enlightened and wise. But she's she knows she's a fucking human. And there are times where she's angry and, yeah. and she admits it and she goes, I get a bunch of like, um I'll go to like a thrift store and buy some uh, uh, dishes. No, yeah, she do that, and, and she'll just break the them? fuck out of some dishes. Oh, I love that. Or you can do a coconut ceremony, which is kind of separate, um, but that's part of um, it's a. Uh, there's a lot of a lot of cultures do coconut ceremonies where, um, basically, it's like it's an offering ceremony mm. where you take you take the coconut, and um, you uh, you kind of like with the coconut you you use it as a as a symbol for whatever is like causing angst and you kind of put it all in there like whether it's a relationship or money woes or um you know anything um and you kind of say like okay this i'm offering this thing all of this burden you Mm -hmm. know this thing that has been bothering the hell out of me and I'm giving it over to love. I'm giving it over to Jesus. I'm giving it over to the divine. I'm giving it over to Hashem, whatever you want to call it. Um, and then once you like kind of sit and meditate with it, you just smash the hell out of love it. Love it. I love that. Well, it's yeah. also like when you do things where you write down whatever garbage thing has been just like circling in you. And yes. then you light it on fire and you yes. watch it burn. I love that stuff. That's un- yeah. You know, and this is also a little bit like shadow self stuff, right? Mm. Which like embracing your darkness and your rage and your anger and your frustration. And like I the last year and a half, I just love that concept so much. Yeah. 
Yeah. And I think that's the ultimate way to kind of become very woo. Yeah. You know? Go through the emotion. Yeah. Let yourself feel it. Don't take it out on other people. Right. No, we're not. Don't we're we're giving you Yeah, we're giving you ways of taking it out. Um, that are healthy and productive. You yeah. know, punch a pillow. Man, I punch pillows. Really? Oh, yeah. I love it. What do I do? Sometimes. I burn stuff. You burn I mean, stuff. <laughs> Burning stuff is great. I mean, not like just random stuff around. <laughs> I'm not like lighting things on fire. Uh, um, I don't, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, sometimes it, for me, it's like listening to like hardcore music. Oh, I love that. I'm like, you know, my Angst. punk rock, like just angsty days. So I'll just angsty. play like, I don't know if people know like Snapcase. Oh my God. It's just like the loudest. Snapcase. I oh, love yeah. that name. It sounds so weird. Yeah. Poison the Well. <laughs> Shai Hulud. Bane. Bane. Cannibal Corpse, if you want to get a little more metal. Oh my God. Yeah. It's good stuff. Um... That's yeah. Fun. So finding different ways to deal with your anger and frustration and sorrow. So, oh, another good one for me is just crying. Uh, I cry all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love it. Yeah. It oh, good. it's so exhausting. And then you're tired after, and you're like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's a very self-soothing thing. To yeah. Do. And not, and you know, if you cry, it's like good. Like, be, do please congratulate do. yourself. Be yeah. Like, yes. Bravo. Because, you know, this goes into the the whole thing about vulnerability. Yes, it does. Being vulnerable. Yeah. And, you know, we talked about, it's so funny because we talked about Brene Brown um, with that Queer Eye episode um, a couple episodes ago. And funnily enough. Like very soon after that, there's a Netflix special of hers. There you go. And I watched it and it was out of this world. Just like easy, you know, it's cool to have a woman, first of all, second, who just talks about being vulnerable, being, owning your emotions, and then using your success to be, you know, it's like a lot about the success is reached through being in touch with your emotions and being okay with failing and making a mistake and not like losing it for that. You know, mistakes. mistakes. Okay, so speaking of mistakes, yeah. Oh, every time I listen to this podcast, see, for I think for both of us, I, I know for me, this podcast is an exercise in letting myself make mistakes. Sure. And so, one is Brene Brown's not a psychologist. My my social worker sister Jessica corrected me. She's a social worker. Did we say? I said a psychologist. Oh, you did? So shout out to my motherfucking social workers, because <laughs> you, everyone, every single social worker out there, if you're listening, you are an angel. So cool. One of my best friends is a social worker. Oh, my God. And, Abby. like, the world needs you. We love you. Yep. I'm sending you so much love and appreciation. You are healing the world one soul at a time. That's so cool. So... And apologies to Brene Brown and <laughs> but, social um, worker. She's a social worker, um, and a, but also a researcher. Yeah, and a researcher. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, right. she's done those studies. Yeah. Um, another one. Melissa keep, keep kept um, correcting me. I was like, "Oh my god, I feel like such an idiot." But I used to say patriarchal. I don't know if anyone noticed that. No. But it's just patriarchal. <laughs> 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 and I was like, you know, there, there was a part of me. I, you know, 
at this point, I'm I'm okay with it, and I think that's why we're even doing the podcast. But I think when I was younger, that would have driven you insane. Driven me insane. Driven you insane. And to just be okay with it and not and not feel like oh I sound stupid people think I'm stupid I'm stupid blah 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 the whole that whole freaking rabbit hole well, I'm just like I made a mistake and that doesn't have any reflection yeah. on like who I am my intelligence or what people think of me I don't care I'm happy with who I am and it's like it's kind of funny and yeah <laughs> it gave Melissa an opportunity to say she's you know <laughs> that I'm wrong so <laughs> it's probably good for the relationship I mean. I definitely struggle with making mistakes, especially in something that I feel like I should be knowledgeable about, like when it comes to work or, um, yeah, I'm pretty hard on myself about stuff. The hard on yourself stuff is inner child stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's not, it's actually just like, you know, I think I've said a bunch of stuff on this podcast that I'll re-listen to and I'm like, that's not totally right. (laughs) Um, but I'm like, well, okay. You know, and I'm like, oh my God, if someone else, a practitioner listened to that and then they, oh God, oh God, what an idiot, you know, like, but it's mainly for myself, not like how I, yeah, I think it's more of an ego thing for me. Oh yeah. That's that. Well, that's the other part of it. Yeah. It's all interrelated. Yeah, I know. But mistakes. Yeah. Being vulnerable. Yeah, I think I'm learning how to do that more in relationships. And it starts with yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I always thought I was pretty perfect, but I... (laughs) 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 I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, But, yeah. Well, especially doing a podcast is a whole exercise in mistakes and being vulnerable. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. And, like, letting yourself... I don't know that that truck horn is like. It's real serious. Yup. <laughs> it's like make those mistakes. Be vulnerable. Yeah. Um, there's some. Tosha has some great has a great prayer about perfectionism. Something along the lines of like free me from the prison of perfectionism. Yeah. Um, I don't feel very much perfectionism vibe. I don't know. For myself. Yeah. I think there it's may be weird. certain things where I'm still I'm still learning to let go. I have it in certain, I guess, elements. Yeah. I wish I was more of a perfectionist about organization of my apartment. Which is surprising, this cap. A, a triple cap. Yeah. Like, why am I not, like, everything has a labeled cube? <laughs> <laughs> when you I know, and if you con- the whole place. Yeah. Like, my apartment's, like, not very... It's pretty, like, funky out there for a cat. I love your apartment. Thank you. I love your apartment. Thanks. Very, yeah, well. Thanks. That's Melissa. <laughs> I just live there. <laughs> well, great job, Melissa. Yeah. Kudos to um, you. Um, yeah. No, emotions is huge. And and then I think when you, you know, Brene Brown talks about, I, I haven't seen the Netflix special, actually, but um, I know in the TED Talk that she gave years ago, she says, like, if once you're vulnerable, then you can really, then you're open to experience joy. Then you're open to, to experience, I think it just goes deeper. I don't, I don't think there, I don't think there's a place, you know, like I said with, in the last episode, it, it, it's a very big realization when you're like, there's no final thing. There's no, like, we made it. I know. That's so annoying to me. See, for me, it's 
so liberating. It's like, ugh. For it, me, I'm just... like, it's never ending. <laughs> but that's why we work well together. Yeah. But you keep reaching new vistas. Yeah. No, I mean, I'm kind of being sarcastic. I don't, I'm not like. No, you're not. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, in terms, I guess for me, it's actually equally exciting and a bummer. Same I know time. you mean. I know you know, you mean. like, oh. it's always a growth. You're always learning. There's always another place to get to. So it's, like, expansive, da 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 whatever. But, you know, the other part of me is, like, oh, gosh, isn't there, like, you know, plane 12 and then you're good? <laughs> I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think so either. No, it wouldn't make sense. Yeah, I think you just keep expanding and growing. But also, like, not to, not to make that a project of the ego, you know, to be like, I gotta keep expanding. Well, I think the e- once the <laughs> ego gets out of there, then you can really yeah. go for it. There was an interesting thing in the Netflix special that you will watch yes, at, I some will. Po- I at some point. And she's talking about criticism um, of her work mm. and being vulnerable and how in the beginning when she first did that TED Talk a while ago and people were just being so mean, like commenting, saying horrible things. And she said it took a while. She had to have her moment of watching TV and eating ice cream and just feeling sad. Mm -hmm. And then she got to a place where she realized if the person making the criticism is not being vulnerable to and not showing up for, like, the game in a way that is putting myself out there, I'm willing to make mistakes, I'm willing to talk about my imperfections and my emotions, then she's like, I don't care what you have to say. Yep. And I was like, you are so cool. Yeah, it's crazy. So, and it helped me with our podcast too, you know, like, we're just two goofy gals, guys, whatever. You can call me a gal. I kind of love calling people gal. Yeah. Yeah. You know, talking about stuff that we think is really interesting and we don't know and we could be very wrong and are a lot of times, I'm sure. But we're showing up and we're being vulnerable and we're willing to just put it out there. And that's rad. Ooh, dang. I love it. And, and if you don't like it. Bye. Bye. See you later. But so she talks a lot about that in her yeah. podcast, which is cool. I love it. She's really cool. It's so freeing. Yeah, that's freeing to me. So much of this, yeah, uh, totally. Like what you're saying with so many times when people are criticizing, it's, and I know because I was that person. Mm-hmm. I used to be such a hater about certain things, particularly <laughs> music, because I was so hard on myself about yeah, it. I'd be like, this fucking song sucks. <laughs> Fuck this shit. <laughs> and then I realized it's because I was so, like, hard on myself. Yeah. And now I'm like, Cool, you're doing that. I personally don't like it, but that's okay. I know. know? It's like a neutrality. Yeah. And, like, that's what I was saying um, a little while ago with, you know, when I talked about, when I, that Tosha story about the third way. Like, you can be some, you know, going through the uh, airplane airplane thing. Check out her book, if people are interested, I know I'm talking about, I always bring up Tosha a lot. Start with Outrageous Openness. Outrageous Openness. It was her first book. It came out in 2011. And it's just a really wonderful insight into really this stuff where it's like, it's not you. It's the other person. You know? The other person is reflecting something about themselves. And if you are at a place where you are 
comfortable and open and vulnerable, that will mirror back at them. And um, I think like really enlightened souls who have come here who are, you know, called gurus, that's what they do. They're, they take human form. And I, I've, I've heard this, um, you know, Baba Ramdas, uh, his, uh, his guru, um, Baba Neem Karoli, who my mom actually met, cool. um, we're actually like personally connected, which is so cool. Um, a family friend used to be his PR person. Um, he was a mirror. It was like mm-hmm. anything, whoever you interacted with, it would just, it's like literally just looking back at yourself and you'd be like, oh, oh, whoa, you know? Yeah. Um, which is interesting too, to think about your, you know, who you have in your life as relationships, right? Like mm-hmm. your friends, your family, um, you know, work relationships, everything. Like if there's some relationship that is difficult and you're just feeling kind of ick about, take a moment and think about what that actually is saying about you, right? Like, Sometimes, you know, if you have a difficult relationship with your boss, what is that actually about? What are you, is it control? Do you feel like they're trying to just step on your, you know, process or whatever? And I, and I think that's helpful too, because everyone is a mirror for each other. Yeah. I, I, were you going to say the I Justin Timberlake I was going to sing the Justin Timberlake song. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. You had a little glimmer in your eye. I was like. It's so good. <laughs> what will I get again? Justin Timberlake and Timberland are a good combo, man. It's a great, I mean, also it's May. It's like that meme. That Justin Timberlake meme. It's going to be May. Stop. Oh, You've I don't never know this seen one. it? Oh, I'll sorry. show it to you later. Okay. That's really good. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. But emotions. Emotions. I know. And we're human. And it's okay. And allow yourself to feel. Really allow yourself to feel, you know, and, and, and I think what happens is, um, we live in an age where, you know, it's the, I think again, it's the divine feminine and, um, I think women are more open to feeling, uh, a lot of times, um, and our culture is starting to learn to feel and, uh, it's very hard. I think it's very difficult to feel in such a patriarchal uh, culture because uh, there's a lot of, of really tough stuff happening right now. Really, 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 really um, challenging, painful things. And I think we go through the world sometimes. Uh, we To survive, you kind of have to numb yourself. And um, uh, it takes courage. It takes courage to be vulnerable. That's what Brene was saying. You know? being emotionally intelligent and being in touch with your emotions is the bravest move you could pull so you know be psyched on that yeah and also feel that if you feel good feel good yeah it's okay to be happy you can be happy for no reason I think that's huge I think sometimes there's there's some shame around happiness. Yes. Yeah. People feel guilty about being happy. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, not to invalidate, but you know, you can be happy. Allow yourself to be happy. Yeah. 
your happiness does not mean that someone else has to be unhappy. No. I think it's actually quite the opposite, you know? Yeah. Well, you know, you're not responsible for other people's emotions. Not at all. That's been a nice one for me to kind of sink into. Say it again. You're not, I'm not responsible for other people's emotions. That's tough. Also with my work. But I'm getting better. Oof. Yeah. Well, you're, you're in a, <sighs> that's a vulnerable place to be. The, where I am? Heal, just being a healer. Yeah. Yeah. But if you just, you just got to be the mirror. That's what it is. If you just take a step back from it. Mm-hmm. It's not yours. Not mine. Mm-hmm. And just keep reminding yourself mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, um, there is, we had plugged it when we talked about the cording and the chakra stuff. There's there's some great exercises uh, yeah. about that that Tosha has. Um, we can replug it again. But, um, you know, sometimes that means energetically kind of staying grounded. Mm-hmm. Closing um, up. Yeah. Bubbling up. We've talked about that before. Bubbling up. Bubbling and, up. and again, with all this stuff, the heart, the heart center can withstand anything. Right. It can yeah. remain open. Yeah. And I, you don't see us right now, but both like <laughs> Selena and I are actually like kind of leading from the heart. And, um, yeah, uh, one thing I, I'm going to plug my, my yoga teacher. He's freaking amazing. Um, I didn't know you practiced yoga. Yeah. Keep going. Um, Elias. Oh, what's his last name? Elias Lopez. I know his website, happy He's amazing. And, uh, he teaches at the wine in Park Slope, uh, but he also has a private uh, practice too. And he always talks about with yoga practice, everything that you do always lead with the heart. Mm. And I think even in life, like when you start to kind of move with your heart kind of in the front, it's almost like this beautiful like shield mm. that like is open and compassionate, but also like it it's like protective in a way it's like you're just kind of like because you're you're in touch with yourself and like i'm vulnerable i'm loving and then like people just feel that man i i I really feel like when you start leading from your heart and you lead with love you know people will start like there are times where like they'll like attack you or whatever and when they start to realize like it's just bouncing off and not penetrating you um they start to be like, oh, shit, what am I doing? Yeah. And they're like, this is not working. And it's, like, disorienting. Yeah. You know? Right. Um, so lead with the heart. Yeah, I like that idea. And it's something that, you know, it may be hard to understand at first. Uh, but I, I think over time, as you build the relationship with yourself and you're loving, you're loving yourself first. Again, right. all this stuff... I think it's very hard to do this without loving yourself first because then you're gi- you're almost giving too much. It's like you're not giving where it needs to go first. Right, you're going to become drained. Yes. Uh, if you give... It's like filling someone's cup when yours is empty. Right? Like, it's not... And that's something that I definitely have found very helpful in practice with, like, working with people, you know? First, get all my cards in a row or decks and whatever they say. Ducks in a row. Ducks in a row. Yeah. And, you know, I do think since I've gotten some of my ducks in a row, 
I have been a little bit more abundant in my work. Mm hmm. Because it's like a nicer time, right? People feel it. Yeah. I mean, think about just like very comforting souls. Mm hmm. And then you like want to be around. I mean, I can like think of people in my life where I'm like, oh, it's just like so nice to be around them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then there are other people that are a little more challenging. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. No, I prefer not to. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Once again. Nailed it. Nailed it. Nailed emotions. <laughs> <laughs> That's everything you need to know ever Done. about emotions. Yeah, you'll be fine. So we're moving on. No. <laughs> um, well, there's some nice tidbits in there. Yeah. I mean, I just think being emotionally available to yourself, understanding that's brave, and just starting there. And don't blame yourself for having emotions. No. It's so natural. Yeah. I, it, we're, I think we're taught like we have to be happy all the time. It's like, that's just bullshit. No. You're not going to be happy all the time. Get over no. it. No, winter exists. <laughs> <laughs> Summer and winter. You know? Yeah, the seasons really... Have a lot to teach you. So yeah. They have a lot to teach you. This, yeah, that motorcycle is like, vroom vroom. It's spring. But yeah. Mhm. So it's okay if you if you don't feel great right now. That's okay. It's okay. Totally fine. Yeah, and if you do feel good, that's great. Psyched for you. Let yourself feel good. Or if you just feel normal, that's also wonderful. Yeah. And if you feel tired and you want us to stop talking, we'll stop talking. <laughs> and on that note. Hi. <laughs> no, uh, I would like to do. So, I mean, we, we, we gave a bunch of different practices. So maybe just whatever you're feeling, go through the feeling. Yes. That's a great, just easy thing. I mean, actually, maybe not easy, but like. Face it. Face the feeling. Face Allow it. yourself to feel. It's going to be much easier. Yeah. And I think you're going to become more present. Mm-hmm. This is where you are right now, and it's okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, thanks for listening. And um, I'm going to do some plugs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we should end it. Yeah. yeah so, Jazz you know. Leave a, leave a review. Yeah. Let us know if you have any ideas about inner child stuff or, you know, what do you do for when you're feeling like angry or frustrated? How do you get it out? Yeah. In a productive way. Yeah. If you have any other like concepts of inner, something that's corollary to inner child, if that's hard. Oh, Oh, I just remembered one. What? Oh man. Um, this is in Tosha's new book. But one of her um, one of uh, her students, or you know, people who 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 was listening to her, um, she said she had a really hard time with the inner child stuff. So she um, she said what was easier was an inner dog, like an inner pet. Oh, okay. So she like when she did the inner child meditation, she didn't see a child; she saw like a dog. That, like that she had to take care of and like give unconditional love to. Yeah, like a pet. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. If inner child is like too ugh, annoying, like think of it like a little pet that you need to take care of, or a giant. Pet. Yeah, or like a tamagotchi, whatever. <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or like a Polly Pocket. Um, but yeah, please, uh, 
please, you know, feel free to have a conversation with us on Instagram. Um, if, if there's any topics that you'd like us to cover, uh, that we haven't covered, or if there are topics that you feel like we started covering, but didn't go, uh, in depth enough, mm-hmm. please let us know. Yeah. Um, check out our Patreon account, patreon.com slash as we as you want. You can give us some dollars and cents dollars if you cents. want. Yeah. No pressure. And, um, and thank you so much for listening. Yeah, thank you. And we love you and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.